Hello, and welcome to SeaWorld Splash Podcast, episode 25. I'm your host, Joseph, along with Sheldon. What's going on? And today, as you can tell, we are doing something different. Yes, we are broadcasting live. So anyone who is going to join or anyone who will see this later will definitely be able to watch this live or will be able to watch us broadcast this. And yes, it was requested by some fans behind the scenes. And so I took it into consideration. So we are actually doing this. Oh, and we have one viewer so far. Awesome. Cool. Definitely share this so everyone can see. So, yes, we will be talking about the Morgan pregnancy that we heard back in December. We will also hear about my Inside Look review that I went to, which was pretty awesome. We will also talk about Freddy, because I know Freddy has been in the news. Mm -hmm. And we will also talk about Malia, because Malia has been in the news. Seven Seas Food Fest happening at SeaWorld. Sheldon will be giving us some Bush Gardens news. We will also have a tribute to Dawn. And we will also hear some species highlight on manatees. And Shuka's birthday is today, so we will also have a moment to uh, dedicated to Shuka. So let's put on those ponchos. And get ready to be drenched. So, first up here, we are going to be talking about Morgan's pregnancy. So, back in December, as we all know, Morgan, it was announced that Morgan was pregnant. We were going to talk about it on last time's podcast, but we did not know if it was for sure. So, we held off for a bit. And yes, it is true, Morgan is pregnant. So, what are your thoughts on that, Sheldon? Well, um, not surprised, actually. I know everyone thought with the breeding ban that Kiara would be the last one, but I had a feeling that it wasn't going to be the last one. When I found out she was pregnant, of course, the question went through my mind. One, is she going to be a good mother? Two, who's the father, obviously, because I know a lot of you are probably trying to wonder if it was Kito or Takoa. We don't know. Probably Kito. Could be Takoa. You never know. And, of course, is this calf going to, you know, do well with the mother who's deaf? So, right now, I'm not 100% sure. Unfortunately, I know Kahana has trouble being a mother because she doesn't have much experience. And I don't think Skyler has much experience either. But, hopefully, everything goes as planned. And, you know, hopefully, have a new calf. Um, not, I don't really care if it's a boy or girl at this point. I just want to, you know, make sure the calf is nice and healthy. And, hopefully, Morgan instincts might kick in or the trans will be ready to help step in at this time. But we're going to see what happens. I know much anticipation, that's for sure. (laughs) Uh, What are your thoughts, Joseph? My thoughts, I'm definitely interested to see how this plays out, especially since it's Laurel Parquet and also since Morgan is going to be a first-time mom. I'm definitely interested to see how her hearing is, like how her... Uh, disability with how she can't hear will play out in this and basically how 
show racist calf. So, yeah, I'm definitely interested. But yeah, that's what I'm interested for in Morgan. Uh, yeah, next up. Fun. I see if you guys have any thoughts as well. Please leave them in the comments or opinions. Yes. We'd be happy to know what you guys think. Or if you have any information, please indeed share with us. Yes, please comment below or on the side, wherever wherever the comments are in this live stream. We don't have one of those links, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. And next up, I'm going to be talking about Inside Look. As you probably know, I did post it on the website. So if you go check out the website, serialsplash.com, you'll see my review on that. Basically, what I think of Inside Look, SeaWorld definitely should bring it back. Only all three parks should have it because you get to go behind the scenes mm -hmm. and you get to have a more in-depth look in how they train their animals. So basically, you see how they use their acronym HELPERS, which stands for Husbandry, Exercise, Learn, Play, Shows, and Relationships. So it's definitely cool to see all the extra added behind-the-scenes things. Mm -hmm. um, Sheldon, what would you do if it came to Orlando? Well, one, I'd be freaking excited. Shoot. <laughs> I mean, I know how training works in Zero, but, you know, a one-on-one -on -one personal experience is definitely one to remember. I personally haven't done a Kilo's Up Close tour, but it'd be something extra that I would like to do or say get to see how they train the beluga whales or the pilot whales, you know, one-on-one. -on -one. I think it'd be really good connecting with the, um, you know, guests and trainers, building that connection that, you know, made us all fans in our own personal relationships and, you know, being zero fans and falling in love with that favorite animal, that favorite whale we all love, you know. I think it'd be good, and it's behind the scenes. Who doesn't like behind the scenes tours? It's behind know, the scenes. Right? You can't go wrong with that. Shoot, you get to see things you don't normally get to see, you know. It's different, but I, I want it for sure. Definitely. Yeah, it's definitely an experience that I definitely want to have come back. It did happen in February, or no, a little bit of February, but in January mostly. So yes, I definitely want SeaWorld to bring it back. Now, Freddy and Malia. Everyone has been worried about Freddy and Malia. They have had a lot of concern on them. Mm -hmm. So basically, <clears throat> pictures were seen. And I'm not going to say any pages or anything. But pictures were seen of Malia and Freddie and how they were looking and everyone was was concerned for them. And yes, they are doing well. So that's good news to hear. Mm -hmm. And yes, <laughs> me being the host, I was worried. <laughs> Children, what what can you uh, say about Freddie and Malia? Oh, I'm sure we were all worried. I mean... When we saw Malia and her skin turning a certain color and Freddie, I'm sure a lot of y'all were thinking about the Kasaka being, you know, having a similar illness. Personally, I was a little bit worried that something was wrong, but I thought maybe the temperature of the um, chamois stadium might have affected it, you know, being warmer than it normally is for the pilot whales. So I think they're getting better. They seem better. They seem to be performing fine, which is a good sign. But 
I'm sure the trainer's keeping a close eye on it. I will be making a trip out there hopefully sometime in the next few months to check up on things and see and talk to some of my friends there at Sierra Orlando and maybe get an inside scoop. But so far, everything seems pretty well. Um, I'm just going to make sure, you know, the trainers know what they're doing and support them in these times because I know it's been a rough time for our Sierra fans these last few years, I can imagine. So we don't want any losses, but at the same time, we all have our responsibilities as fans and for the trainers to do our work no matter what, even on the hard times. Yes. And as you all know, Kasaka, well, I don't know if I said this, but Kasaka was one of my favorite killer whales at Sea World San Diego. So that's where my worry kicked in. So, yeah. yeah. I'm glad that they're doing pretty good and they're being active and everything's going well. So that's good news. Now on to Seven Seas Food Festival. Yum. <laughs> yes, once again, it is that time of year. It's going to be coming to San Diego soon. And right now it's happening in Orlando. They just had Lifehouse, a Lifehouse concert. So if y'all remember that one song from Shamu Rocks by Lifehouse, I think we all know it. But I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I'm not gonna start singing it. Hmm. Yes, there was a performance by Lifehouse today at SeaWorld Orlando. So, anyone who did go to Seven Seas Food Fest in Orlando, definitely share your photos, whatever. Uh, and I think I'm also gonna try to get to it in San Diego because I want to check that out. Yeah, good I also, idea. I also want to see. Orca Encounter again. <laughs> I love Orca Encounter, as y'all know. <laughs> but yes, definitely check out Seven Seas Food Fest, and I think San Antonio does it. I'm not sure. I'll need to double check on that, but if you're going to San Antonio, check in on them, because they are going to be opening pretty soon. So definitely say hi to San Antonio. Don't forget them. <laughs> I know, right? And now on to Sheldon's Bush Garden news. Well, more should I say Florida news. I don't know if you guys have paid attention, but Bush Gardens has two new baby giraffes on exhibit. Guys, if you guys ever go to Bush Gardens, you can go see them on the train at the Serengeti Safari. It's a nice little train ride that goes through some African exhibits that does include a reticulated giraffe. Grubby zebras, some southern white rhinos, and some other really, really awesome animals. Also, they did have that maybe orangutan born earlier. But in other news, Tampa's Liar Park Zoo, located not too far from me, had their baby orangutan that was also born there, and they're doing a naming contest right now. So go on their website at www.tampaliarparkzoo.com and go vote on a name because, well, what little bundle of joy doesn't need a name? And I'll also, need to check that out. yes, you will. And also another um, conservation message, let Tampa Liar Park Zoo welcome two painted, African painted wild dogs to their African section. So that's a really good plus because I don't know about y'all know about this, but these are very endangered species and they're beautiful dogs, but they're disappearing from Africa. And definitely need to go out and come see them. They're a very interesting creature. I've seen them at Disney's Animal Kingdom. They're really cool hunting packs, very social and come in different colors, but it's sad that they're unfortunately disappearing due to... Um, predation from people, poachers, and from other predators competition. But definitely cool. 
Oh, and also, I don't know if you guys saw or not, um, I am wearing a polo from the Florida Aquarium. So I haven't told anybody much, but I am currently volunteering with the uh, Florida Aquarium in Tampa, Florida. So I work with stingrays, count those rays and southern rays, and I'm also I'm the station right now at what we call the Manatee Viewing Center. Now, for all you non-Florida natives out there, during our short Florida winters, our manatees need to find some place to get warm. So they come to different springs or centers that have warm water. I am stationed at Manatee Viewing Center, which is at Tico, a power plant that shoots out warm water into a channel, and it heats up the water and attracts manatees, lots of manatees. And when I say lots of manatees, I'm talking close to 700 on really cold days. So it's a very interesting experience. Love to see it. Um, guys, look, if you guys are local, come out and see me. Um, I'd love to come talk to you. I am with the Ford Aquarium right now and just getting my experience, working my way up to the top. You know, one day I work with some pretty impressive animals. So that's my Florida report. Hope you guys enjoy and come and stay at sunny Florida where hurricanes will unfortunately tear your house down. And yeah. you'll have a lots and lots of water alligators. Ooh, gators. Better watch out for those. <laughs> well, only some of them. <laughs> and as we are a as we are uh one day I off. shouldn't say late, but one day off from it. Uh yesterday was the day that SeaWorld's history changed. Yes, Forever, today. Yes, yesterday was the day that things changed. And we do want to take this time to honor Dawn mm -hmm. and all the hard work that she did. And if you guys are in Florida, in April on the 21st, they are having their Dom Brand Show 5K run or walk, whatever you want to do. <laughs> what we can't do. <laughs> yeah. So definitely go support Don's family. And, and support. <laughs> yes, and support SeaWorld and support Don because I'm sure she would definitely appreciate it. So yes, definitely support Don and all her hard work she did on April 21st, which is also Dawn's birthday. So mm -hmm. anyone who goes to that, take pictures, send them in, we'll gladly use them. And today is Shuka's birthday. Happy birthday, Shuka. Happy birthday to you. I'm sorry, you're on the list if you want to version. Yes, so anyone who is at SeaWorld San Diego, well, <laughs> even though they are closed at this moment. Oh, it's a little late. Anyone who did go to SeaWorld San Diego, we hope you guys said happy birthday to Shuka. But if you didn't, here is Shuka. And here is a little bit about Shuka. She weighs 5,000 pounds. She is 17 feet long. She loves learning new behaviors and she also loves to play hide and seek with her behaviors and loves to get their attention. And so, why? <laughs> oh yeah. So that is a little bit of Shuka for ya. 
So happy birthday, Shuka. Happy birthday. Sweet 25. I know, right? Hmm. And now it's time for that famous segment. Drum roll, please. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a species highlight. The part of the show where I explain to you guys about certain species, where it lives and its relatives and where it comes from. Today's special will be manatees. So as you guys know, I do work with manatees quite a lot. But many of you guys don't know, what is a manatee? Where is it from? And why are they, well, what they are? Well, let's break it down to you. Manatees are large mammals that live in the ocean. They can get up to about 12 feet long and weigh a couple thousand pounds. There are a couple different species of manatee here in Florida, where I live, or if you live on the east coast, on the um, east coast, it's the West Indian manatee, the more common one. And in, um, in South America, we have the Amazonian manatee, which lives in the Amazonian rivers. And over in Africa, we have the West African manatee. And over in Australia, we have the dugongs. Now, all these species have one thing in common: they're vegetarians. They love to eat seagrass, plants. Anything green, they love to eat it. But the manatees at the center have eaten up all the seagrass that has grown in the viewing center and have, of course, left. One, because of warm water, and two, they need to eat. Now, a lot of people ask me, why are the manatees coming to the center? Well, believe it or not, this is going to surprise you. Manatees are only 2% body fat. That's right. For all you bodybuilders and fitness athletes out there, no matter how low you get your body percent to, you will never, never be skinnier than a manatee. Manatees are all muscle, bone, and lungs. So, unlike your, unlike dolphins or killer whales or any other cetacean that are covered in blubber, these guys have muscle and heavy bones and very large lungs. So that is why they can't survive in temperatures below 60 degrees. All you Floridians out there for our cold snaps that were below the 60s, that was too cold for a manatee. And oftentimes we get manatees that have cold stress, which is the equivalent of hyperthermia. When it's too cold, a manatee has to find warm water. If it can't, it has cold stress and can die from it, unfortunately. Now, manatees are very interesting because they have a very interesting relative, my favorite animal. Can anybody guess what that is? Hmm. Got a long trunk. It's got big ears and tusk and is the largest land animal on the planet. Oh, yes, you there, the little Sheila in the front. The elephant. Correct. Yes, elephants and manatees are very closely related. They may not look like it, look like it, but if you look at a manatee, they're very similar to elephants. Well, one, that trunk an elephant has is the lip of a manatee. Manatees use their lips to grab and pull food into their mouths. Same thing as an elephant's trunk. And manatees have nails on their flippers, just like an elephant. And elephants' memory glands, or their nipples, are actually located under their arms, just like an elephant. So they're not like near the back, near the ventral slit like cetaceans have. Manatees nurse their babies on their armpits. That's where they nurse. And yes, as many of you guys might know, manatees suffer from boat strikes quite often. They're not the fastest of creatures, and they inhabit areas of shallow seagrass where a lot of people like to boat. So if you are a boater visiting Florida, please keep your eyes off for manatee, um, manatee watch signs and reduce your speed. Manatees cannot get out of the way fast enough. And even though they are covered, they, even though they are mostly muscle, they're not invincible to propellers and nets 
and other incidents. We've had several manatees come in with amputated flippers, missing chunks out of their backs, and unfortunately some have been orphans because of boat strikes, which is a very sad moment in the manatee's young life. But do keep in mind though, just because a manatee is slow doesn't mean they're not smart. They're pretty smart and they can live a long time. You guys might have also known in Florida, there was a manatee named Snooty who lived to be 60 years old, who unfortunately did pass away because of an accident. But it does go to show you that manatees don't live that long for being stupid. They can live a long time and they remember places. They remember how to stay warm, where good grazing is, and they remember their friends and family, of course. <laughs> But like I said before, there's another thing you don't know about manatees. Their ancient cousin. There was a giant species of manatee that was bigger than all of them. And it lived in the northern part of the world, off the coast of Alaska. The stellar sea cow. This was the largest of the Sarian family. It was 33 feet long and was covered in blubber. This thing loved to eat the kelp um, that grew in the kelp forests off of California and up in the North Pacific. Unfortunately, these were hunted to extinction due to the fact they were slow moving and hunters found them an easy target and used their meat for food and oil. Unfortunately, they went extinct long ago and their only living relative now is the dugons of Australia. And they too are suffering from poaching and habitat loss. It's unfortunate that manatees around the world are endangered, mostly due to boat strikes and habitat, uh, climate change and hunting. So let's please protect this very vulnerable creature that calls Florida and our world's oceans home. And this has been another segment of Species Highlight. Please join us next time when we do another Species Highlight. If you guys have any suggestions or animals you just want to have highlighted or mentioned, please leave in the comments or message low and we will look into it. Oh, and before I go, let's do a quick little animal fact. What species of manatee, manatee can give birth to twins? Is it A, the West Indian manatee, B, the African manatee, C, the Amazonian manatee, or D, the dugong? And it's coming back to you at the end of this segment. Thank you. Thank you for that species highlight. And as always, we thank you for joining us. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions for topics, or want to share your SeaWorld story, you can Call or text our number, 407-900-5309. You can also email us at SeaWorldSplashTeam at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out our website, www.SeaWorldSplash.com. Also, give us that like on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash SeaWorldSplashPodcast. Check us out on Instagram at SeaWorld Splash, as well as Twitter on SeaWorld Splash. And don't forget to check us out on iTunes at SeaWorld Splash Podcast. And from all of us here at the SeaWorld Splash team, we thank you for joining us and hope you join us for the next amazing podcast to come. Splash you later. Take care, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day and weekend. And oh, I almost forgot. Did you answer the right question to our to our species highlight question? Which species of manatee can actually give birth to twins? The answer is A, the West Indian manatee. Occasionally, West Indian manatees will give birth to twins, or they'll actually have a baby that was born a previous year. So if you see a mother with two babies, it's either twins or they're siblings from different years. 
Thank you for joining us and join us for the next amazing podcast to come. Splash you later. And see you next time. And comment below to let us know if you want us to do this again. Because we definitely will do this again. So yeah. This was just the first night of doing this. So we'll probably do this again. So definitely let us know. So thank you for joining us. Good night.